Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It feels so good to be back. Hello, welcome back to the Liverpool Groove. What a fucking week it's been. <laughs> um, the Saudi club seem to have finally found Liverpool. Um, lots of lots to discuss at the minute. Um, Going to start straight on it. Fabinho looks like he is on the way. Uh, news coming out earlier today that Al Ittihad, I think, have made a £40 million bid. Um, he's apparently going to be having a medical. Um, he hasn't travelled the, with the squad to Stuttgart. So that one looks like it's happening. Um I thought that would be the least likely of the two, to be honest. But we'll we'll move on to that a bit more detail in a minute. But what what do you make of that? I was shocked today when you told me you broke the news <laughs> like Paul Joyce left. Um, yeah, I just thought it was shutting and nothing, and then I thought there was a bit more in it. And then when you when you look at it and the performance he's had over the the last few seasons, he hasn't been at his best. I don't know whether the conversations being had that he's. He might not feature as much. I don't know whether we've got plans of replacing him internally before he even left, but he, he wants to go by by the looks of it. 40 mil for him at the level he's been given recently. You can't argue, really. Uh, and don't get me wrong, he's, he's won everything. He's gave everything. He just seems to have aged absolutely rapidly. Uh, I've never seen a decline in a footballer like I've seen him for being here, ever. But you can put a bit of the blame on that with the, the way the other defenders have been playing and the way the midfielders have been working. Um, the lack of the press, the lack of support for him. So I think he needs a bit of help. So I was actually looking forward to seeing Fabinho with the fresh legs either side of him. But it doesn't look like we're going in. No, it doesn't. I mean, like you said, he had a pretty awful last season. I think it's safe to say, with the exception of them last 11 games where everyone seemed to sort of step it up a notch. Um, <clears throat> I think it's it's impressive that we're able to recoup what we pay for him, even after all these years. We've, we've had his best years and we're able to still not necessarily make a profit, but you know we're not losing on him still, I think is in, incredible. Um, what Obviously, there's the talk of Henderson as well, and we, I'd say we'll go on to that in a minute. If we lose them too, I mean, I already think we're a midfielder short of what we need. If we get rid of both of them, I think that means we need three, and I just can't see that happening. No, I agree, lad. I think on paper we've got we've got bodies there. We've got Pachetta, Thiago, Jones, Elliot, the two new lads, um, and then obviously Hendon Fabino. So yeah, starters we need for at least a proper number six. Your old, old midfielder just sitting in there doing a Fabinho role. We needed that anyway. Would have been good to get a younger one who could have learned underneath him and seen what Fabinho was like with the fresh legs around him. But if that's not the case, we've got to have some sort of tip up our sleeve. We've got to we've got to be pulling a Casado out the bag or something here because you can't lose. Like I know we, we, he's he's added a lot of stick for being, to be honest, and rightly so. He hasn't performed. He hasn't looked 
interested. He's had no energy about him. He's looked lethargic. And, you know, with the, we're fans. We support the team as much as we can. But you can also pass comment when a player doesn't look that interested or looks like he's struggling. So I think we need to um, we need to replace him big because he had he had so much potential. He's had so much ability to drop to that to that, those levels. He dropped to. It's sort of hard to do without something going on. I seen a I seen a video actually. I think I don't know that it was Nivea, and he done about fans when they're not in the seat check up on them and then there's a Liverpool fan who, who used to go every game it's giving me shivers actually goes every game and then he's all of a sudden not in his seat and then he's texting his mate saying oh I can't today I can't today and they end up gathering around and he's having mental health issues and personal problems and Fabino said on it he'd not long lost his dad and he was struggling and it, it helps to talk so as much as we come on here and we go on Twitter and we go, oh, look at him, he can't be asked. He, he's not interested and all that. You don't know what's going on in the real life. They're still human beings. Yeah. So, yeah, you've got to, you've got to um, take something. You've got to pinch of salt and just say, yeah, you might be having a hard time. But in a nutshell, if he goes, we need to replace him big. We really do. Um, and we'll thank him for what he's done for us because he's been a brilliant part of a, a brilliant team. But I just think Klopp's got this take no shit approach all of a sudden, and I really do think he's just anyone with the the slight thing in the red that they might consider leaving. I think he's just going to that. Go ahead, not last. Yeah, I mean it, it does seem like that's that's the case at the minute. Um, some of the names being banded about, I'm I'm not I'm not entirely sold on. Like you've got this Lavia, obviously. Good prospect, very good prospect. He, he probably one of Southampton's best players last season. Um, That's not bad, and um, it's not to be fair, but he did look, he did look a step above I, Southampton. I didn't see him as a as a centre defensive mid though. I didn't see it as I seen him picking the ball up in the middle and marching towards the opposition mm. box. You can't have your defensive mid doing that because no. you've got your, your other two mids either side doing that as well. So you can't. And I'm matter. <laughs> yeah. Matter. No, you yeah. can't. Um, he looks a good player. Not for the for the price. It's getting. It's not coming out of our pocket, so I'm not really asked. And just you know, when you're looking at figures, Fabinho's going for forty mil. That kid's not worth sixty. Mm. Do you know what I mean? He's worth ten. If you if you put on a number on players, he's got a, a lot to learn, a lot to. Get out of it. He's out of yeah. football. He hasn't done it yet. So he's only played for a relegated team. And, you know, it was the same with Rob Owen, But you don't want to be paying 60 mil for a, for a kid unless if everyone was after him and we were forced to because we desperately wanted him, then look at it. But looks like it's only us really interested. So, mm. well, if I'm not mistaken, I think City, when they sold them last summer, I think they did put a buyback clause in, in there. Um, for about I think it was weird like, with that because there was rumours that million. even if he if he signed for us, they could still get him back next year, which I don't see how that works ever. Can't no, be I don't think I don't think that'd work. Like, but um, is it maybe a little odd that they wouldn't be willing to you know activate the buyback clause if they have got one? Maybe a little bit, but then is it it'd be pointless for them because he's just not going to get a game? Um, but I mean, some of the other names I've, I've seen Calvin Phillips linked today. 
Um, James Pierce said he was one of them. And I'll and be I, honest with you, I'd be all over it for the right I'd price. Die. Be all over it. <laughs> I would. Did you know what? There's so many people with the same response to you. He is. He's got talent. He's brilliant at what he does when he plays. He's but you can't expect a kid to play like ten minutes here and there and, and perform well. It's hmm. just not when you've played every week. If you come through the academy and you're getting ten minutes here and there, and it's gone from. I'm in the academy to show what I've got for 10 minutes here and there. Let's have a go. Your heart's in it. You can't go from playing week in, week out, being the best player in your team, being loved by your fans, to absolutely fuck all. You know what I mean? It's hard. Yeah. He's still young enough to... Um, if, he shows, if he shows any intent to come towards and it, the price is what it should be, you're talking... He doesn't play 15, 20 mil. Go and get him. Hmm. Go and get him. Go and get him. I just, I just don't think he's. I, for me, I just don't think he's, he's the right level. But then we've been proven wrong before, so who knows if it happens? I can't see that one happening. To be fair, like, no, um, that's anyway. The other names that have been thrown out is um that Ryan Gravenberg. So obviously he's at Bayern now. Hasn't really had the game time. He was very good at Ajax. Um, if he can recapture that form, it'd be a no-brainer. Again, I can't see it happening. I think Bayern do still. Think there's something there with him. I think they, I think they do probably want to keep him. And um, then you've got that Amrabat. I do, I've only really seen him from the World Cup. I know he played well for Morocco in the World Cup. That's about it. Um, the the big name we need to do everything we can to empty the pot on Casado. Hmm. Wouldn't be asked. He's absolutely what we need now. He can. He's versatile as well. He can play right back if you need him. He can. He can play anywhere really defensively. I just think he's got that. He's got that about him where he's ready to make that big step up and he needs to do it with the right team, with the right players around and the right manager to do it. It doesn't it can't just be a money thing. So I think if he goes to Chelsea, that's exactly what it's gonna be. It's just gonna be a money thing. Uh, I think he'd benefit more coming towards, but I'd obviously say that wouldn't I? <laughs> do you think we're like can you see us paying hundred million for him if you wouldn't for better chance? Not a fucking chance, it's a dream. To dream, lad. It's um, it's hard because, like, I understand the thing with Bellingham, not paying that for him. But really, if he's gone for if he's gone for really like ninety million plus bonuses, I don't know why we haven't we haven't gone for it. But again, everyone's saying Trevor's lies very similar to him. Mm. So, is it a case if we've gone for him, thinking he can potentially be a little bit better and offer a bit more to our team? So we don't we won't know until we see them, but. I yeah. don't even think he's ever entertaining Liverpool. I think we've made this big agenda ourselves. I think the players, the thing with Trent being as made and Enzo passing comments on, hey, dude, you know, that's going to cause murder and that. I think all that shit is just, I think I think sometimes the players just have enough and just think, fuck it, I'll wind us up. Because these Twitter <laughs> gobshites just sometimes need to be upset. It's great to see the meltdown sometimes. Obviously, as a being in, I don't get me wrong, lad. I'd have flipped if we'd have signed nobody. If we hadn't, if we'd have still been at this point now, just a, about to approach pre-season games with no one through the door, and Bellingham's gone for ninety mil, you just sat there thinking, "Fuck me, where are we going? What are we doing?" Yeah. But we haven't. We've said it last season. Klopp's very, very stubborn in the players he wants. He will not go out and buy a player just to keep dickheads happy. He, he obviously thought our midfield was going to withstand the pressure last season 
and stay a bit fitter than they did. And unfortunately, they never. And that's why you're seeing a lot of them gone and a lot of them going because he's mm. he's had enough of them. <laughs> he's had enough yeah. of them not being reliable. And that's where you, you put the likes of Thiago in that boat as well. Thiago's probably ability wise our best player. Mm. Watching him with the ball is a joy. But it's like having a fucking full time job, but you can only work Mondays. Pointless <laughs> having Company's not going to pay me full pay to work on a Monday. So yeah. he's one of them that I love him. I think he's absolutely brilliant. If he could play every week, or if you manage them where he plays for 30, 40 minutes every every game and he changed the direction of a game when he was struggling, but you can't you can't work a football team like that, lad. No, you can't. You can't. Like you say, I mean the two new lads, I think everyone's excited about them and to get them two in for the price we would have been paying for Bellingham before add-ons and stuff like that, I think is is smart. I think it's a good I think it's good business on our part and I think we should be commended for it. Um obviously, you know, like I say, there's there's all these outgoings and things like that. Though obviously the other one is is Jordan Henderson and that's obviously fuck knows what's happening with that at the minute to be fair. Obviously it come out the rumours that they were offering seven hundred grand a week for some fucking bizarre reason. And then they can't afford to pay him. And then it, that's Henderson's fault and he should be taking a pay cut on a deal he's already verbally agreed in, supposedly. <laughs> um, he should be taking a pay cut so they can afford him. But now the team have only got 15 mil to actually spend, so I can't afford him anyway. It's like, wait, what the fuck? I think I Gerard's think... been sold a pipe dream by this yeah. club. He can't afford the fucking bean. And that pipe dream has been extended to Henderson. Now, there's loads of people giving sh- Henderson shit on, on Twitter and I, I don't, I don't get it. I think you put a, I think you put an offer on the table, said we'll pay you three hundred grand a week, whatever it is. He's gone, Okay, thanks. Let me go and speak to Liverpool. Let me see what the situation is there. If I come out of that feeling like this is a better opportunity, then I will accept that offer. If Liverpool give me reassurances, then I'm not going. Simple as he's gone in, spoke to Klopp. Klopp supposedly said, You're not going to be playing as many minutes as you want. He's gone, okay, that's fine. And then wants to go there because he's going to get, he's going to be one of the, he's going to be their best player because I couldn't tell you who else they've fucking got. Uh, you know, all these other teams, they've bought some other players at least. You know, you've got Kante over there, Benzema, fucking Ronaldo, that Mendy, um, all these other players. So other teams have strengthened and it looks like they're going that, like the Chinese Super League group, to be fair. Um, but Gerard's team, I couldn't tell you the single player that plays for them. Um, Henderson Gerard will be better playing for them instead of managing them. <laughs> Because they're absolute cabs. Yeah. Uh, just, what do you make of all this shit Henderson's getting now? Again, lad, it's just Twitter dickheads, no identity, a couple of egg faces and that, most of it. Um, I understand that people not being happy of where he's about to go and play his football, but yeah. you can't really comment, lad. If, if you worked in B&M and Oman Bargain's boss battered women and was racist but was offering you double your pay, you wouldn't think of it. You just go because that's what people are like. You get given the opportunity to better your own life, and that's the way it is. Now people are saying, "Oh, he's already a millionaire." Doesn't matter his lifestyle for what he's paying out compared to he, he pays out within his means because he's got that much money coming in. So his outgoings are a fucking hell of a lot going as well. If you can, mm. um, if you can guarantee seven hundred grand a week after tax for going to kick a ball in a mad country, you. you Anyone on the planet 
is going to debate it, consider it, sit around with the family and go, look what this could do for us. And it, it is it is mad saying because they're already millionaires, they're already made for life, but you're talking grandkids and their grandkids and their grandkids being set forever with that much sort of money. But he'll build academies. I also feel like he'd be going over there like he's done here, with a point to prove where he'd go and stick it to the government a little bit. And people are saying, oh, no one in the World Cup could do it, but he's a, he's a fellow with a goal. He'd probably go over there, he'd, he'd look at women's rights and the homophobia and all that, and he'd challenge it. And if it didn't if it didn't get the results he wanted, he'd probably just pack up and go. But mm. um, in football and point of view, as I say, I think Klopp is at a point where we, we, we moan a clock sometimes saying he's too sentimental and he's too loyal at times. I think this season is just a case of, as I said before, if anyone's given the slightest indication they don't want to be here, uh, there's the door, seeing a bit. And I think that's what's happened. Henderson's walked in, debating going, asked for reassurance, hasn't quite got the, the response he wanted and has agreed to go. But even that, the journalists are saying that, but we don't know for certain, do we? Unless Liverpool or Henderson come out and say direct what's happened. But as far as I'm concerned, he's going to get minimal minutes, but he's still a vital part of that dressing room. He's a vital part of bringing new faces in, vital part of younger lads getting into the squad and how they progress and stuff like that. He's massive. He's a brilliant footballer, brilliant lad. So I'd be ashamed to see him go there, but money talks. So I, mm. I wouldn't I wouldn't lose any respect for the man because he's gone to a country where loads of other players are going. Like so Gerard's going to manage there. And if there's been conversations at that, you know, they said it when they decided he's joined Newcastle. We're trying to make it a better place. We're trying to change laws. We're trying to make it safer and less fucking paired world, really. Mm. Then you can only sort of jump on the bandwagon and sign out that. So if he can if he can go off to Saudi Arabia and get a bit of support for women's rights and for the homophobia and all that, he leaves there not just a great footballer but a legend in Saudi as well. So yeah. all these things are going around your mind. You just gotta accept it. I know I know this sort of regime in, in charge there at the minute. I know they are trying to make positive changes to they must they must know what they're perceived like in, in the West and a lot of people will say they don't care, but there's no way they don't care. They, they want really, you know, they want good relations with the rest of the world. So, of course, they care what they what they look like to the rest of the world. And I know this regime is trying to change. Like, WWE have got this partnership over there where they could put events on. The first one, women couldn't wrestle on it. Since then, they've had women's matches and stuff. They've got to be fully covered and, and things like that. But just allowing them to actually perform their is a big step. That's forward, it's, yeah. it's increased the amount of matches they've had each event. So I think the last one they've done, they had like four women's matches or three women's matches or something like that. Um, and just just little things, and it sounds stupid to us saying it because it, it's completely just bizarre and insane to us. But like, even, even I say, stupid stuff like allowing women to drive. And I say it's stupid because to us it's insane saying that well, women that, can't well, drive. That rule out here. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it is like, it's, it's mad, isn't it, to say, oh, yeah, well done, you've let women drive. It's like, what the fuck are you... What, how, how did them words come out your mouth? But that's it's what it's like. That's what's crazy. It's like, here, there's women who can't drive because they're fucking terrible drivers. It's not because they're women. They're just shit drivers. There's men who are shit drivers as well, but it's not as funny. 
But uh, no, I've seen a video before of a little girl arguing with her dad. I don't know whether it was in Saudi. It might have been like Afghanistan. Um, and he's saying, no, your brother can go to school. He's a man. And she's saying, no, I want to go to school. And she's arguing a point. And then she turns and saying, it's men who cause all the destruction. Leave the education to the women. And you do your destruction if you want. Leave it to us. And I was like, fair dues, girl. Yeah, how you how you can have an agenda against any sex or race doing what they want to do is just bizarre. But to say if they can, if people like Jordan Anderson and Stephen Gerrard can go there with a, a plan to push forward the little movements they're making, then got to give them a try, lads. You can't just say, mm. "Oh no, it's shit now," so it's got to be shit forever. Leave them the way they are. If there is plans to make things better, then. You've got to go ahead and support it, but don't get me wrong, I don't think at the forefront of Henderson's mind is how many people he's going to upset if he goes there. It's just the money. It's got to be mm. the money. It's got yeah. to be going there and feeling feeling wanted, working under a manager like Stephen Gerrard. Stephen Gerrard will be fucking in that, in that office saying, please just pay what it takes to get someone who understands me over here. <laughs> It's gonna. It's just one of them, lad. It, it's got to be a money motivated decision from Henderson, which I again at his age, I totally understand it. I get it. There's gonna be other players who do it. You know, Ronaldo. There was no talk of human rights in that when Ronaldo went over there. There's all talk of how much they can improve the league. Now it's it's one of ours. It's all it's all hell breaks loose. So to be fair, Ronaldo only went there because he's not allowed in America. So. <laughs> You won't be allowed in there soon. Know. But you've just got to... Yeah. We've got, you can have opinions, but it, our opinion changes absolutely football. Henderson, Liverpool captain, one of the best captains we've ever had, lifted every single trophy you can lift, barring the UEFA Cup, which would be a shame, because that'll be mm. happening in Dublin, hopefully. Um, and you've just got to, you've just got to back him. He's been told he can't play. So I went, don't want to brag, but I spent an evening with Jürgen Klopp in the Shankly Hotel. You have to get that in there somewhere. Glad to <laughs> man speak. I honestly, I could have fucking went and climbed Everest after it. He just, he just makes you feel amazing. And he's not even talking about you. He's talking about other people, but he just makes you want to go and fucking Ed Butter Rhino. He makes you just <laughs> want to swim the fucking oceans and climb Everest. And came out today and I said to me, Dad, we're going to win. We're going to win next year. And that was his words. We will win again. And I was like, Oh, that shiver as well. He's just <laughs> but I just got this feel from him that he knows what is going on. He he said we've got the players in we want, and if we can see what happens in the future, we'll see and we'll try everything. Um, but he's made up of the signings, and it just had something about him where it was a case of I'm not being too loyal this time round. If yeah. they want to go. go. And yeah, it was brilliant to get his, his, his thoughts on the new lads and stuff like that, lads. Just great. But I do think anyone who doesn't want to be part of this team now, any slight indication that they're not going to work for it or they're not going to be interested in being part of it, they can just go. Yeah. And I don't put Henderson in that boat, by the way. You've seen what he's done in pre-season, the fucking physique on the man. He looks remarkable. So that that's on my head in a bit because it looks like he's come in with fire in his belly to, to push Liverpool on. But then... Point to prove t- again, he's, he's done it numerous times throughout his career, so he's 
he's got that fire in his belly again, like you say. He's got nothing. He's got nothing to prove, lad. Again, I just wish, I just wish you could. I wish the fucking football players would just fuck social media off. That that ends it. We can't. We can't eradicate these little dickheads who are messaging people. You know what I mean? You can't mm. because did you read it? I get. I I can get. I put a post out. I get fifty positive comments and one snard one, and you focus on the snard one. Yeah, and it, that's what eats you up because ninety percent. Well, for me, ninety nine percent of the snard ones are bollocks. You know what I mean? Yeah. bollocks. So that's what fucking gets you and what riles you up. You, you thank everyone for the nice ones, but then the one bad one triggers you into a fucking horrible mindset. And to be seen, the shit he gets off fucking fans from all over the world who, if we don't win a cup this season, he'd be supporting Man City. To be supporting Real Madrid. They'll have Bellingham on the back of the top. They'll have Bellingham in the profile pictures. These are the pricks that just don't count. They just do not count. And I just hope the manager and the players and the staff and all the proper fans realise that these fuckers just don't count. They're not yeah. Liverpool fans. They're just things with a hobby. No, you're right. I couldn't agree more. Um, the whole Henson thing to me is just it's crazy. Um, if he goes, I'll be gutted myself. I'll be honest. Like I, I don't want him to go. I don't understand it if he did go. Even though I don't, I, I don't necessarily want him to go there. I, I'd rather him go and continue his career in Europe and. And at a team that that matters because at the minute that they don't to me, um, they might do it in five years. Who knows? But I, I, no one does. But I, I'd I'd like him to stay if he goes. We we'll wish him well. He deserves a send off. Give him a testimony if he goes. Um, we've got to do something for him. We can't just be. It can't just be a fucking a little video uh, of him saying thanks and what Liverpool uh-huh. means to him. It's, it's got to be in front of a full stadium. Um, yeah, do you know what, lad? Even like the, the way some some fans, and don't get me wrong, there's some there's some proper fans who are a little bit over the top of it as well. I've seen a few, or no, who were saying, "Oh, he, he's bounced in that office and he's demanded playing time." It's a PR stunt and all that. It's a, it's a load of bollocks. It's not at all. He's asked he's asked his manager, "Am I going to play?" No, you know, you probably not. So that's it. You you've yeah. got to go. Oh, now he's the, if he has actually been in and he spoke to Jürgen Klopp and said, right, I've decided I'm going to leave and then it's fell through, the captaincy has got to be taken. In my opinion, I don't mm. think he's... He, if it, There's no point having your captain through sentiment sat on your bench where every time he comes on for five minutes, he's taking the band off somebody else to put on him. Stupid. Mm. The captain, he's on the pitch. Off the pitch, he'll still be a captain, he'll still be a leader, he'll still be a legend. But... As far as I'm concerned, your captain has got to be either your best player or your biggest leader on the pitch. Yeah. And in my opinion, that's central Robbo. Yeah. No, I, I agree with what you're saying there. I mean, it, it's not Jordan Henson's character, I don't think, to go in and, and demand anything. Um he's had to fight for everything he's had at Liverpool. I don't think he's I don't think he's he hasn't got an ego. He's not that type of person, you can tell. Um but if he has gone in and demanded anything and said or, or just gone, well, I'm off in a bit. Then yeah, I agree. If it does fall through, um, and I, I kind of agree with the captaincy thing. You know, West Ham done it. Bef- I think not last season, the season before, the one before Mark Noble retired, he was the club captain. But Declan Rice was the captain on the pitch, kind of thing, and he always had the armband because Noble barely played. And I think you'd have to do something similar there, like yeah. have a club captain and a match captain, kind of thing. Um, a lot of people throwing out trench out, um. 
and saying about like how Gerard got it when he was sort of a similar age and, and things yeah, like that. Um, that's where people yeah. seem to be heading down. Because if they're on with the hierarchy, it, it's gonna. I think it'll be Van Dijk. I don't know how. I, I honestly, I honestly couldn't think of a ways leader. Don't think he leads. He's not very vocal. He's not very organised. <laughs> to be honest, I honestly couldn't. I think it is his physique and his presence is what's getting him in the shouting captaincy. Whereas for me, if you like, if you're talking Liverpool 2005, who's the better captain, Carragher or Gerrard? Carragher is nailed on your captain. Nailed on. No one says fucking boots to Carragher because he flips. Make a mistake, Carragher's in your face. Flips. Player run up to the referee because he made a shit decision. Carragher. Who led by example? Who was the best player? Gerrard. So it's it's like that. Your, your captain, your vice captain, I think, got to be that strength. I think if you give that lad the armband, he could reach a different entity. I do. I think he just carries it. I do. I really do. I think he just there's something in him this season, even where he's coming coming to train and he's fresh start, new me, ready, ready to go. He's been in a week before the others training. He's worked on himself. He looks fucking he looks a unit. Um, he looks a unit. He's had his dreads gone, lad. So uh, that's big for me. Nineteen twenty dreads back, lad. Just just got used to him and now he's fucking cut them again. I know, yeah. But no, I just think you, there's a right time to do it. Is a right time to say you are your captain material. I think Trent. I think Trent is, and it's it's fucking so fickle from me to the, to say that I hated them last season. I wanted them fucking gone. Not really, but the, the shit I gave Trent last season for his lack of stack and back and stuff, and the mistakes he was making, and the lack of energy, and then the last fucking probably his last fifteen games he was absolutely remarkable. Yeah, remarkable. Just unbelievable, like uh, Thiago esque in all of them. Watching him with the ball, watching him play them 40 yard passes to feet, the shots he was having, the goals he scored. I just think there's something burning inside him now to go and get that captaincy. And we we all said, didn't we? He's won everything. I'm already 23, 24. Where'd you go from there? Yeah. Where'd you go? You go, you, you lift the cup for your club. You don't just stand behind. Lifting it, you go and lift it. You go and dream of doing what Tom O'Donnell and Gerard done. You be the scouts are lifting. Ah, oh, lad, he's gonna do it. But, yeah, you, you sold me to be fair. Like, <laughs> like Robbo as well. Like people, there's again, there's these fucking plant pots on Twitter making make believe teams with Colwell in. I've never heard of that prick before two weeks ago. Is that is that his name, Colwell? Yeah. Yeah. So two weeks I've seen some little porn star Chelsea fucking cow. Ripping Liverpool fans about him. I've seen it and I've seen him kick a ball once. Never heard of him. Meant to be brilliant, fair play, but never heard of him until Twitter fans got on to him. Was he in the Euros, was he? Yeah, yeah, he was a big part Open of that. The Euros, he hasn't been mentioned once by any human being I've ever heard of. Not once. So, yeah, they've got him in place of Robbo. They've got Robbo out the team. They've got fucking... Some of them have got sent left-back Gomez right-back. It's bizarre. Some of them are just thick. But Andy Robbo's massive, absolutely massive in what we do. And again, it's great to see the videos Liverpool are posting where you see how much of an integral part of the team he is. He's in, in between everything, Robbo. So he'd be another one. He'd be a great captain. But for me, yeah. if Jordan Henderson does go, wish him all the best. Hope he wins 
fucking Parkland Cup and gets to shuffle it and he earns loads of dough, retires happy and we get a new captain in our number 66. Um, just to touch on, I mean, just to touch on Colwell. So I spoke to uh, Keith from the Blue Day podcast and brought him up and um, Chelsea fans are like, they love him. Um, they're saying he's basically, he's the best player they produced since John Terry. Um, and like the talk is with them that they're going to give him a fucking massive bumper contract and make him first choice immediately. Like he's going to be starting the season for them, big time. Um, yeah, but lad, don't get me wrong. He might be a, might be a brilliant player. We haven't seen him. No Liverpool fans seen him until the Euros. Not one, not one person's watched that kid play for the until the Euros. That's it. So to, to be putting him in the team as of probably one of the best left backs the league's ever seen. Their left best left back the league's ever seen is absolutely fucking ludicrous. Yeah, it's a bit. It is a bit mad. Like, um, but look, there's there's still a lot of preseason to go. Um. A lot can a lot can change. It looks like Fabinho's going. So again, like I said at the start, that for me leaves us with two midfielders we need to get. Who they're gonna be at, to be honest. Like, at the moment, what's your starting three? We starting so with Fabinho going. Yeah. We starting three at the minute, if they're all fit, is probably Thiago, McAllister, Sobersley. She's a fucking scary part is we haven't got a defender there. I know, but then I, I, the yeah, was, obviously, it was that, very if good. What, if that's but, what we're left, if that's what we're left with, then that has to be it, hasn't it? Mm. Uh, or Henderson, or Henderson, but I, Henderson, I just don't think but, Henderson's got it anymore. Like it. To Malty isn't, um, sadly, because I think if it was Henderson four or five years ago, he would have been perfect for it with them two next to. Um, you just can't. Gargo to be fucking bust on a gut. He shouldn't even that oh, man shouldn't have to. He's just he's like Jan Malby. Shouldn't have to do any dirty work. He should just have to just give him the Stand ball. Still on in the ball. middle of the pitch. Give him the ball. Yeah. Let him spread it everywhere. Malby um, Alonso esque, but mm. I, like I think um, Avi Elliott. I don't want to see play centre midfield again. No, me I want neither. to see him playing right forward where he plays or behind the striker where he's good. I don't want him having to fucking run around like an headless chicken and retrieve the ball because it's not his game. It's not what he does. Mm. Salah doesn't do it. You know what I mean? That's what his game is brilliant going forward. The goal he scored for England, don't get me wrong, breaking through the middle, superb quality. Um, but he needs to be out this centre midfield equation now. So you lose another one. We've got no right forward other than Salah. We've got four million left forwards and strikers. So... You need Arvielli to be Salah's backup, um, which gives Salah half an hour rest every week, sort of thing, doesn't it? And then you need we need another two or three sentiments and potentially mm. a centre back because Nat Phillips looks like he's going. Yeah, I think um, it's Leeds. Isn't it, one of them? Yeah, Leeds. Reese Williams has gone, hasn't he? On loan again. On loan, yeah. So we've got Canate, Van Zijk, Matip, and Gomez. Gomez again, four of them. Not clear them very much injury prone. Yeah. So again, it's, I a, just big, want to... it's a big summer still. I did, as I say, there's a lot. There's a lot of this summer to go, and I think people are overreacting a little bit at the minute. People are like, "Oh, we're not going to get this player, and we're not going to do this, and we're not going to do that." It's like you're forgetting. It's we've still got all the rest of this month, and I think it closes like the second of September. So it's like we've still got all the next month to do stuff. Yeah, 
obviously, ideally, we'd all want it done before. Well, we would have all liked it to be fucking done now. <laughs> and I think Klopp maybe thought it was, with the exception of maybe a centre-back. But there's still a lot to be done. Even that, I think, as a football fan, yeah, for instance, now, if we bought five players on the first day of the window opening, you'd still have cunts moaning. Yeah, you no, You'd still have people moaning because that's it. You, your summer's done. There's no excitement. There's no links. There's no talk. Nothing to get. There's nothing to do over the summer. People thrive off little links coming in and rumours, and that's what we do. You sit there all day scrolling on Twitter, Facebook, whatever, just seeing who you link to. Open. And it's part of enjoyable. Once you take it to the next level where you're, you're messaging fucking the owner's wife and players' beds and that because you've got a cob on because they're not leaving or they're not buying players, you're fucking ill. You need that. No problem. Yeah. yeah, you really have. It's, it's not It's not FIFA. It's not a game. Jürgen Klopp said the other day, don't know whether I mentioned, he, <laughs> he said there, he said, if we listened to social media's football fans, we'd have to sign 700 people per window. And fortunately, we know a bit more than them, so we don't. Yeah. And he also said as well. I, I don't. I, I honestly, I'm, I'm not bragging that I've like he spoke in my direction, and we've You're shared the same option. And I'm not one there. <laughs> but I don't want. I also don't want to say too much what he said because we were told not to record it because he was a little bit heavy on some of the stuff he was saying, and he was mm. very honest. But one thing he said. And he brought up was that he did recently heard of Bill Shankly resigning every time he never got his own way and stuff. And he said, I thought that was very interesting. And he said, just so you like you sort of know, get on with the owners. But in business and professional point of view, we don't always see eye to eye. And sometimes I do go into their office or I make them phone calls that I need to make to make sure we're doing things the right way. And we're all on the same wavelength. So even that. He didn't have to say any of that, but he's making us aware that he's sort of doing what he wants to do. And don't get me wrong, I think money-wise, we haven't got as much as the others, but again, we're still a sustainable business. He said himself as well, like you've never you've never seen a change in a stadium in an owner's tenure. Like Hanfield. Mm. It's gone from forty four thousand to nearly sixty. Yeah. What I mean, they've spent hundreds of millions on that. They've, they've rebuilt the AXA Stadium, the AXA Arena, whatever you want to call it, Kirby. They've mm. done, they've put loads of money into the community and stuff like this. So you, you can't really knock them, lads. They just can't. We, as a football fan, we if we played on Brecht Road in the street and we won football matches and cups, I wouldn't give a fuck as long as we could go and watch them. So all the the niceties of the stadium, that doesn't really bother us. We want to see footballers on the pitch playing and winning. But we have. We have. We've won, we've won every trophy. So to, to ridicule ownership for not having a team good enough to win stuff is bizarre. Because we have. We've won everything against the best team that's probably ever lived, ever played the game, one of the best managers that's ever managed. And we've gone so to so with them for years. So I think this this season, we'll see where we're, we're at as a that transfer policy leaves us, but fingers crossed we do do a bit more business. I think yeah, we will. Absolutely. I do myself. Um and to be honest, I think that's uh, I think that's a nice note to leave it on, to be honest with you. Um been good talking with you about it as always. It's always good to have a little little bit of a rant and to be honest, a yeah. little bit of sense because you don't get much of it on Twitter to be fair. Uh, <laughs> 
So you get no, it on. It's my pleasure. It's, it's like a divide. There's like absolutely brain dead, and then there's absolutely nailed on right through the middle, all on the same wavelength. And I think it is just a thing of like I won't say foreign fans because say I've been in a match where there's foreign fans who are on the same wavelength as me. It's like people who are engaged in the match going and they watch every match. They're interested in the the well being of the club off the pitch as well, not just by everyone you see. They're mm. interested in loyalty to players. You know, we don't want to just see Jordan Henderson go because we might get ten mil. We want us to be able to say to Endo, so you know what, lads, stick it out. We'll give you the send off the end of the season, like Bobby got, because that's what he deserves. Um, and but then on the other on the other the same side, can you turn down forty mil for Fabinho, whose legs have gone? No, you can't. So you just need... We're all on different wavelengths, but the ones who are on the same wavelength and are supportive of the team, whilst critical when they need to be, are sound. But the little FIFA helmets... <laughs> just shot <laughs> the PlayStation pad. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's it's mad, isn't it, lad? But like I said, there's a lot to be done still. There's a lot of, lot of transfer window, a lot of pre-season still to happen. So let's just watch this space, see what happens. And um, think we'll get. Who do I think we'll get? Yeah. Um, to be honest, lad, I, I honestly haven't got a clue. Like James Pierce like... put put them names out today, and I don't think it'll be any of them because if that's what journalists are saying, it tends to not really be them. <laughs> I think um, it'll be a case of. I think if Fabinho's gone the next few days, we'll have someone coming in the next few days. I think it'll be like for like, John. There's not a. I'd like to think. There's not a chance that Fabinho goes out with us having someone nailed on to come in. Yeah. There's got to be someone nailed on. But I'm thinking, you know, we've been linked with Valverde. Um, we've been linked with the fucking French lad whose name I can't say from Madrid. Oh, we have too many. Yeah. So we've been linked. Is he French? Yeah. So we've been linked with him. Being linked to Casado, so putting forty mil into a, a kitty that should already have quite a few quid left in it might give you the potential to sign one of those players. Hopefully, but we know what we're like as a business. We don't really like to overspend unless it's nailed on. Going to change us, but for me, if if we brought in Casado and nobody else, I'd probably take it. I'd probably take it. And then you've got Thiago Jones and Henderson on your bench. That's not good, is it? I'd take it, but then on the flip side, like like I say, the issue last season wasn't, it was just lack of bodies. We had too many injuries and we didn't have the bodies to cover. If we let Fabinho go and only bring one in, I still think we're, we're one short, simply because of Thiago. Probably like the best player we've got, but he's made of quavers. Yeah, he is, lads. Not even there, quite quite steady compared to him. <laughs> he's like a Witterbeck. Yeah. But yeah, no, he's, just... got, he's got Thiago, even Jones, lads. And again, like, I know you keep saying we're going, but just shut up a minute. Right? <laughs> now we've got the likes of Curtis Jones. He's gone from getting shit to having that Euros he's had to people talking about him starting. Now, that's how fickle football is and we're all capable of it. We've all done it. If we can keep him fit, if we can keep him fit and having not relied on, don't be relying on him and putting him under the pressure. He's still a young lad. It doesn't, you know, you can't expect him to fucking 
go in and change big games straight away, but because he he's not at that level yet, but mm. he's capable of it. Definitely capable of it. Gerard said the same, didn't he? Gerard said he spoke to Club about him and said stick with him, tweak him how you need to tweak him, but stick with him. Again, Thiago, we can keep him fit or introduce him for thirty minutes, but as you say, we do. We probably need another two or three in. We just need legs. We need legs. I think my, I think he's going to try and give McAllister legs, but he looked dead after one one training session. That's not his okay. game, is it? Running around mad. So no, we need not. someone whose game is run. Yeah. Just run. No, as, as I say, lad, I'm just... I'm, I'm not going to overreact about anything. And I'm trying not to pay attention to a lot of the shit that gets spouted on Twitter all the time because it'll just drive you mad. Um, I'm just gonna wait and see what happens. Look out for the reputable sources on uh, your Paul Joyce's, your your Ornsteins and the likes like that, and just fucking see what happens. Lad. if we're if we're in a shit position come the start of the season, fucking criticize away to deserve it. But you've got to give them the transfer window. You've got to let the transfer window play out before you can throw that criticism out. Um, but yeah, like I say, we'll we'll you've wrap up shit, there. How we go, lads? Well, I I honestly. I just think we've got we've got we've got to have things lined up. There's not a chance. There's not a chance in hell that Jürgen Klopp's got that fire in his belly as well. Now he's had that season, and again, when he was speaking and he was saying about how football fans will dwell on like not winning the league, the quadruple season, and not winning the Champions League, he said, and the players were down and out. And he said, we've had 364 amazing days. But we've had one bad day and it's cost us bad. So what we do is we go to 365 days next season and obviously it never worked. I think they were burnt out, they were tired, they were struggling with injuries. But when your manager says, listen, we'll win, then you listen to him. Fingers crossed. To tell the truth. But there's not a chance Jürgen Klopp would still be at Liverpool now with the team he had, with the changes he had to make and the rebuild he had on the cards. If he didn't think he was going to be backed, he's had to have been told, "Go ahead, you're ready for the rebuild. Go and rebuild." And it is. It's, to me, I'm looking at this as his first season. Everything he's won is in the bag. He's got it. It's in the trophy cabinet, but it's history. Now we're going to make new history with him. I always look up there because he's there and he's there. He's everywhere. Look. He's everywhere. He's omnipresent. He's gone. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, look, we'll we'll leave it there. A, that is a good note to, to wrap up on this time in a minute. Uh, <laughs> no, it is. He's fucking. If he believes it, I believe it. That's simple as. Um, and look, we're good. We've said this before in the past, just to talk about the podcast for a very brief second. We've said it in the past. We're going to try and be more active this year. We we want to. We're going to give it a proper go this year. Like there's so many other podcasts out there doing well, and it's boss to see. And I want to be part of it. So. Fuck it, we're, we're gonna go for it. Um, so I expect to see these fucking ugly bastard faces and Jay Speaking a lot. <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, if you can, I will, or, I'll if you can stop like, I'm <laughs> mid podcast breakdown, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please do. Nah, but um, um, if you can all like this, share it, subscribe on YouTube, follow us on Spotify, or wherever you get your, your podcast, would be massive for us. We, as I say, we want to be part of this great movement with all these other podcasters and creators. Um, so we can only do that with your help. I'd appreciate it. Um, but thanks, everyone, for watching or listening. And uh, up the reds. Up the reds.
Sports Social Podcast Network.